When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. What's going on, everybody? BT and Sal, it's the Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata Show here on The Fan. Do a little Saquon stuff coming up this hour. Back to these calls, 877-337-6666. As we, uh, I mean, my partner is he's a little cranky today, and he I, shouldn't be. I was thinking the same about you. Really? Yeah, I've noticed two things about you today. You want to know what they are? Sure. First, new glasses. Well, Were they, were they a casualty you, of the... Uh, Rick no. Anderson? Uh, no, no, I had a couple of too many drinks Saturday night and I lost them. Are you serious? But then they were recovered the next night in my uh, buddy's car who they were drove broken uh, anyway. we went out to dinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you needed some new reading glasses. Yeah, Jen had these that. in the dread. I needed these for St. John's for the small stuff on the on the media guide yesterday. And I, and I, I just brought I, them in today. And I feel like a little, bit of a, a little bit of a short fuse today. You think so? Yeah. Well, because oh, oh, well, of the guy with ready. the home to third? Yeah. Hey, listen, I, I can understand you say it once, twice, a third time. Dude, listen to what you're saying. You sound like a crazy person. Come on. Yeah. No, I'm in a good mood. I am. St. John's had a big win. Huge win. Well, maybe a little season saver. Just I'm surprised you didn't wear the white suit like Patino did. How great did Rick look at that He looked great. I'm glad they performed for him for a change. It was yeah, nice yeah. to see. Well, they finally finished for a change. Yeah. Oh, well, they yeah. finally won a game against yeah. the top team. That's nice to see. Well, it's very nice to see. And, you know, put St. John's in position to be in position. I mean, they're certainly not in position yet, but you mess around and they should. Well, I mean, I say they should, but they have a real good chance to win a Butler uh, this week, and then yeah, you, you play the dregs the last two games, uh, George, uh, the Hoyas and DePaul. I mean, they could finish 3-0 and here, and then you win one or two. I mean, they got a chance, but it was a fun atmosphere. And uh, listen, say what you will. We talked a lot about this while you were off last mm-hmm. week. They responded to his criticisms. Right. Think about all the stuff. Could have went Rick, the other way. I mean, it was the national story. Rick Pitino railroads his team. You know, Rick Pitino too blunt. Rick Pitino too raw. Guess what? It worked. Well, when I did come back and we did talk about it, the one thing we said was, we know he's proven. Oh, God, like, yeah. it, I don't care yeah. what his method is, whether he embarrassed the school, whether he shouldn't have called out players, whatever. If there's anything that about St. John's right now that I would trust, it's Rick Pitino. He's pretty much the only thing. Yeah, I mean, it. based yeah, on the history. Right. Let's go for what it is. Well, on the broadcast team, of course. Well, that's true. Yeah, Mink is, uh, yeah. Mink is missing all you guys. Mink was doing well. It was fun. It was a good atmosphere. All right. Let's get back to these calls. Spencer Jones has been a, a big piece of the conversation today. I'm not trading him for anybody. I don't care what happens. You know, Yankees are a little desperate. Oh, Rodon, you know, it doesn't recover. Oh, Stroman gets lit up. Oh, this guy gets hurt. Nonsense. You hold on to Spencer Jones. So that's a big thing. And I... Out of morbid curiosity, I've got to go to this call first. John is in Bayonne, says he wishes the Yankees never traded for Juan Soto. Hmm. This should be rich. What's going on, John? You know what I think would happen is that Keith McPherson was excellent with you. Remind me of Tiki. And your partner comes back, and he's cranky today. And you got to defend yourself when you say things. But with Soto, I don't like the words coming out of mouth. He wants this amount of money. And he's going to be partial and all. No. I think the Yankees should have took them prospects and traded them for a starting pitcher, number one, or keep King, and signed Bellinger because we got the Martian and we got 
Spencer Jones, the real oh, deal. Yeah, and I'm glad yeah. they didn't get rid of him. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't trade him. Yeah, well, at least you come I'm around on that. The real deal at what? Nuts. What's he the real deal with, John? Sal. The yeah. guy's got all the tools, right. okay? Right. Just like the Martins. Right. He come up. Okay, John, your, your opinion to me is already worthless. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Why? Really? Because you said Keith McPherson should, is, should be here instead of me, didn't you? No, no he didn't say no, that. No, yeah, he did say that. that. He did say that. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't, he didn't say, say that. He said, he you, said, said he you said Keith McPherson was excellent when he was in, and now your partner comes back and is, you know, uh, having a cranky. bad day. So, yeah. Yeah, you're cranky today. No, I'm not. Cranky. I'm not cranky today. No. I'm actually not. <laughs> He's saying I'm cranky. I don't know. I don't know. It comes down to it, though, but I don't understand you when you got a prospect like that and you want to get rid of him. No, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> Thanks. That's not what I said. He didn't say that. What I he said He just said was, he's not going to be good. He's going to be well, Kevin Moss 2.0. Spen- he didn't say he should get rid of him. Spencer Jones Moss. <laughs> yeah. uh, Moss. No, I don't know what oh, he's going to be. Oh, my God. Here, here's the thing. I will admit, I don't know what Spencer Jones is going to turn out to be. Neither do you. Anybody, nobody knows. So the fact that we're even talking about this minor leaguer, because that's what he is. Now, it's a different conversation, BT, whether you say you wouldn't want to trade him for Corbin Burns. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I would have wanted and got Burns. I think the Yankees would be better, more prone to go win a World Series had they done it. Now, I understand the risks involved there, but I also am, am trying to go win a World Series. So I would have traded Spencer Jones. That's a different conversation than saying he's not any good. I'm annoyed at the point that we're even referencing Spencer Jones because he had a 470-foot home run in a meaningless spring training game. The guy's not set foot on the field. The Yankees are loaded almost every which way, and you're talking about Spencer Jones. He's going to be a star in five years. Uh, by the way, I don't think either one of us are, are cranky today, but uh, speaking of cranky, I was a little cranky on Friday. Uh, did you see the press release that went out? I did. I thought it was well well said, perfectly the, handled. The press release uh, sent by, by my team, my PR team, uh, quote, I apologize for my actions. It was a grueling series, and my emotions got the best of me. To the fans, particularly the young ones, I will use this as fuel to improve. Sal is a worthy champion, and I congratulate him. I have officially withdrawn my protest. Thank you. That is the, um, yes, the byproduct of the Game 7 baseball card, BT and Sal World Series. Extra innings. Do you know everywhere I went this weekend? Legit. Now, I didn't go all all over the place, but like at least four or five people, they brought that up. They and, did. Yeah. I heard it, too. Again, Rick from Anderson. another referee. Yeah. Another and I ref? swear to God. Oh, the baseball card. I went back and listened to it. Or this. And, oh, man, would you have known if it were Rick Anderson? With the, I'm like, I don't know. I would have liked to have, if, I think. But either way, you know. And they were saying, like, I can't believe BT missed it on the second pack. The same uh, thing. I know. But it was fun That's to talk about one. the baseball card World Series that uh, went in my favor. Yeah, you're, you're the champion. I give it up for you. I look forward to the next one, honestly. But so do a lot of people. Did you, can you tweet the shall we say, altered baseball card that I sent to you and Hoff over the weekend of <laughs> no, uh, Mr. Anderson? No, well, no with a certain uh, drawing <laughs> of it on there. Right over him. Yeah, right. Can you send that? Is that, is that acceptable? Probably not. Well, eh. Richard, Rick. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Bright yellow color. I know. Let I everybody know. see. <laughs> you won. Nice job. Nice job. Thank that you. was a great series. It was a lot of fun. And, and ultimately, your reaction was what really pushed it over Dang the top. No, it's got over 100,000 yeah, views just throwing something like an lunatic. <laughs> no, but I, uh, uh, we, you know, I listen, The um, we are a class organization. I'm speaking about my team here. We, we expect to comport ourselves at a higher level. That was a temporary moment of weakness. It was a grueling series, and... Um, I needed to make sure that uh, the champion felt and the, truth uh, the be love told, there. I appreciated that. Yeah. Thank you very 100%, much. 100%, no doubt. Paul's in Newark, BT and Sal. What's going on, Paul? What's going on, buddies? How you been? What's up, Paul? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, what's up, Sal? Sal, I, I agree with you, man. You're right. Spencer hasn't proved anything yet. It's still his first spring, you know, spring training game. He got his first home run, and then he followed it up with another single. But, you know, the big hype about him is he reminds people of Judge. Is he going to be Judge? We don't know. But ho- hopefully he might be, you know, it's a temper call-up, and we might go from there. But I don't know. I'm surprised you just haven't mentioned that Judge, did you see them? He's taking uh, pitches at first base. I Maybe saw the that. Maybe are thinking, yeah, he's taking future. They're thinking into the future. He's trying to save him for, you know, so he doesn't get hurt in the well, outfield. Well, well sure. Then, well, not only that, the future obviously is going to include Juan Soto for the next 10 years mm-hmm. after he signs. True, yeah. And Jones. Dominguez and Jones. And the Martian. That's yeah. the outfield. Judge at first base. Exactly. And it goes to your Bellinger point. Bellinger's point, yes, it was a great uh, contract that he signed, but he also got to see it's really a one-year deal. Because this after next year, he has a great year. He could be a free agent. And then the Yankees say, okay, Judge, we're going to put you at first base, and maybe Bellinger goes to right or vice versa. If Spencer, you know, tears it up in well, 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 now you get a little wacky because listen, you wouldn't well, weaken. Well, no, no, it's it's not crazy, crazy. Thanks for the call there, but you wouldn't weaken two positions now. The, if if think about this, if Bellinger opts out, the Yankees are Bellinger's not playing for the Yankees. I mean, I mean, I can't say that he's not here at the age of thirty-five on a one-year deal. Who knows? You know, seven years from now, whatever it is, but he's not going to be on the team next year or the year after. If Bellinger opts out, he's getting big money, and the Yankees' offense in terms of the outfield is set, provided you keep Soto. Uh, and I don't think you would deg- uh, downgrade two defensive. Like if you put, you just said put Judge at first and Bellinger in right. Judge is a better right fielder than Bellinger, though Bellinger's very good. Mm-hmm. And Bellinger is ten times the first baseman Judge could ever be. So why would you put them in a position where it's not and, maximizing their strengths? And and even Judge taking grounders at first or whatever, it's not a big deal. Like he, I like I it he, though. Yeah, it's but forward I thinking right, but I don't think it means anything in the immediate future, yeah, whether it's this year or even. Mm-hmm. Next year, you know, like, I probably, I probably, I thought I read that he said he was just like messing around agree. doing. No, 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 no. They actually started this last year on the quiet. Yeah, that's what I mean. But it's nothing that it's gonna. He's he's not gonna play first base this year or anytime soon. Probably not. But you know, you got to be prepared for the future. You got a lot of those outfielders, pretty good ones too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get Andrew. Andrew's on Long Island. Andrew, what's going on, buddy? BT and Sal, how are you? BT and Sal, what's up, guys? Yep. Listen, everyone's everyone's cranky and miserable. It's Monday and it's February. Agreed. So, <laughs> uh, I was just I was telling. Just, it's funny you say that because I was just telling BT after one of the segments. I was like, I hate February. Yeah, I mean, we do. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. He did <laughs> say that. He said it. Yeah. How yeah. oh, do we? You there? I'm just like you know. I just this team. If they won 80 games, it would be a, it would be a miracle. It would be. I mean, I just – I'm sorry. Jose Buto pitching against the Dodgers. Joey Lucchese pitching against the Braves. A shoddy defense. The Mets stink. The offense, I mean, they stink. Yeah, the offense is not good, right? They could be much better if they went inside Montgomery and J.D. Martinez, obviously. And they should have went after Bellinger. So they'd be competitive if they got those guys. But, you know, I understand – you want to give your employees chances to come up to the big leagues, and you, you want to get create that atmosphere in the minors that, you know, it's, it's a team that you can play on. But it should be a retooling and a rebuilding. They can do it, Tom Pace. I know it sounds like a broken record. We've been talking about this forever. But the only thing we have to look forward to is Juan, potentially sounding Juan Soto next year. That's it. You know, it's just 
It's crazy. Uh, anyways, but, Andrew, that's just... not it, though. I mean, you've got to really hope that the, the young players, like, if you go through the season, thanks for the call. Yeah, but me... even having no Mauricio Hurts, that was one of the things that you. Met fans were looking forward to, at least me. Yeah, to me, I thought he was the first or the second, probably second behind Alvarez. Correct. Like, I, and I switched because I, I had Beatty higher. Um, right, but Mauricio more exciting. Yeah, more tools. Yeah. I, I get it. It's it's a, it's a weird year for Met fans. That like, was the beginning. Think about think one. about this. Even in a lost year, you know, they miss out on Yamamoto. Okay, whatever it happens, they're not going to go all in on the other guys. They lose Mauricio, which is another death blow that they didn't need. Playing and then, winter ball, and and then Senga. It's like even in a year with no expectations, they still find a way to go lower. It's unbelievable. <sighs> It's uh, it's uncanny in a lot of ways. It, it's you know I think what zaps much of the enthusiasm from the fan, the Met fan, is that and, and it's kind of what Sal just said. Even if everything was optimal this year, you know it, it's not a World Series kind of season. You'd have to be healthy, and there'd have to be probably a fairly high level of overachievement to get to a point that makes the season really fun. But now, with these injuries, that doesn't even seem plausible. It doesn't mean that the Mets can't have a fun season or they can't compete for the postseason. But the reality is, like, for me, if I know that there's a ceiling on a team, it bothers me going in. Like, yeah, I'll enjoy it, sure, week to week, day to day. You hope that they're giving you entertaining baseball. Alonzo goes nuts. Lindor has his best year as a Met. Mm -hmm. Alvarez really pops and makes his mark on the league, which I think is possible. But, like, with the pitching they have, there's no chance they're going to be better than the Braves or the Phillies. No. And there's no chance that they're going to go on a run in the postseason. I agree. So what I are we agree. talking about? There's a ceiling. The max is, oh, yeah, well, maybe they're going to compete. I'm sorry, but I have higher standards than that. Yeah, and you should. The only thing that I would say, and listen, I'm sure Met fans don't want to hear this from me, but I, I really sincerely mean this. Like, if you if you have a flimsy foundation, but you put a $5,000 breast doorknob on the door, I mean, it. you're accessorizing the wrong thing. And before you get that doorknob and before you get, you know, whether it's the grass or the deck, or whatever, the fire pit, the stone, whatever mm-hmm. you do um, to accessorize and accentuate the home, it's got to be on solid footing. And that's where you've got to trust Stearns. And, and I do. Yeah, me too. But it's a lot of blind faith that it's going to be a tough season. And just to reiterate, like I say, the Mets stink now. I think next offseason and then into next year, they should be back being a top team, or, or not back, but on their way to being on their way. a top team in the league. And really on their way to being what, what you guys are always clamoring for, sustained, sustained correct, success. Correct. 877-337-6666. Fran's up in Poughkeepsie. BT and Sal, what up, Fran? What's up, guys? What's up, Fran? How you Wait, doing? I, Sal, don't make, me, don't make me regret calling in here this morning. I called with the intention of telling you guys, I've been listening to the, I'm a 60 year old guy. I've been listening to the fans since day one, Pete Franklin, way back. And I listen to almost every show, a little bit here and there. You two guys are unbelievable. Your passion and your professionalism is, is second to nobody. And this is the best show that the fans have since Mike and the Mad Dog. Well, thank you very much That's for that, friend. Very nice, very nice words. We appreciate I think that. we're better than Mike and Chris, but yes, no, thank you. Well, you got a little ways to go. <laughs> Sal's got to step up a little bit here. Yeah. Uh oh. Sal, in defense of BT, he don't need my, he don't need, need me to defend him. Last week, you were talking about Alvarez, and all BT went on was gushing about how what a stud he was. So let's give him a little bit of credit, okay? When he goes up, he's happy, as Yankee fans should be, with a 5 tool guy like Spencer Jones, who runs like a deer, has an arm, is a cannon, hits the ball, and, and we're a little giddy over it. So we have a right to be. Fair That's enough. Right. Over the, 
Uh, my my issue what? is not with you, Fran, or even BT, or even Yankee fans. My issue is with all fans falling into the same trap over and over again, getting worried about prospects in New York. And I understand the importance of prospects in New York, specifically this year with the Yankees. It's not about prospects. It's about World Series expectations at the big league level. And Spencer Jones, outside of trade talks, does not factor in. But the, well, that's but that's an important omission right there. Fran, thanks for the call. And really, thank you for the kind words. That means a lot. Thank you very much. I think that... What did he say that I have a ways to go with? I missed that. I don't know. Oh, I thought he said that you have a ways to go. And he was complimentary, and then I thought, I don't know, I was kind of zoned out for a second. Hmm. Anyway. It's funny. Go as soon as I hear compliments, the... I zone in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I really it listen. Goes exactly. no. I think that I think that you can process the Yankees' season and their direction two ways simultaneously. The pursuit of 28 with this group but also compartmentalizing Jones's what I believe to be value down the road and not compromising that. Like, there were times, I admit, there were times like, trade this guy, trade that mm-hmm. guy. Trade. This, this young man, Spencer Jones, to me, take it for what it's worth, profiles so differently, I'm not giving him up for anybody. Right, but would you give up Dominguez for anybody? No. Okay, and would you give up Volpe for anybody? That's a tough one, and I'm going to tell you why it's tough. I, I really do think Volpe's going to be really good if he was from Georgia, if he was from California. I might have a different answer. But because he's, he's here. from here, man. I get it. No, but, all right, he's but now like you're... everything that, you know, you want your young boys and, and girls who play to think. Like, look, look, look at the kid. Oh, yeah, I'd give up. Okay, I think Oswald's going to pop. I'm just going to some home run. Of course they give Right, but up. he's not untouchable sure. like the no, other three. No, okay, no. so now here's the thing. Out of Volpe, Dominguez, Spencer Jones. Spencer Jones, Jones the most untouchable. Dominguez, number two. Interesting. Yeah, for me. High. Yeah, I do. And I think that I, I would bet that the Yankees have all three of those guys untouchable. Mm-hmm. And I understand why, but the odds are, just the odds, not all three are going to live up and fulfill the expectations. We've been down this road so many times before. Probably it's not right. a Yankee-Met thing. I got it's you. An, in it's a baseball thing. thing. Correct. No, it, listen, baseball. Even Gary Sanchez, who we saw do yeah. it at the big league level. Uh-huh. He didn't live up to the expectations. Glaber Torres is another one. Yeah, 38 home runs and then not good, quite the good same Good second guy. baseman, but the expectation uh-huh. was when the Yankees traded for him and then when he had that monster year, the expectation was he was going to be one of the young faces of the sport. I agree. And he's not even close to that. And he never will be. To a point that it's like, oh, he's going to walk after the year. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But if you go back, you know, whatever it is, five, six years ago, oh, Glaber Torres is going to be... That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to minimize what Spencer Jones could be. I'm saying that we get caught up too many times in what guys could project to be as opposed to focusing on what is right now. Yeah, no, I, I get it. And the the failure rate with, with prospects in baseball, is it's got to be higher, excuse me, maybe with the exception of quarterbacks in the NFL than anything else in any sport because there's so many unknowns. You know, going from metal to wood bat, going from high school to the minors. I, it's, a, it's a larger right. projection. And when you project, you know, out further, there's more. There's more things to trip on. He's a, I hate the word toolsy, but he he's got his tools are. I can't trade him. I am not trading him for anybody. I would trade Dominguez before I trade him. Now that's a shock. I mean it, Dominguez. We actually saw at the big league level, even if you know seven games. Understood. Or whatever, but... I wouldn't try to trade either. But like, if I had to prioritize yep. one, two, Jones one. Dominguez, too. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Nix makes the catch for the touchdown! 
He went up with the big hands and caught another Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 1126, back on the fan on this Monday. It's Brandon's here to sound the counter. BT sound on the fan. So, this just came across our radar. Should be interesting. Purposely didn't want to hear it. We're not even going to look at the quotes. But somebody in the AFC East, a rival of the Jets, hmm. just took a blowtorch to one of their players and the team. So, we're going to play this coming up next segment, and you'll get our live reaction. Huh. Interesting there. So, uh, you know, it's all a lot of baseball here. We'll get to Saquon stuff as well. 877-337-6666. Okay, I get it. You don't overreact to spring training results, and that's smart, Sal. But when you see Alvarez go deep, right, this early, you don't start to say to yourself, like, oh, man, what kind of numbers could this kid put up this year? You don't get a little excited? I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Not even a little bit. Wow. Not even a little bit. Now, there's a difference between not being excited about baseball being back, mm-hmm. which I am. I love that it's on. I love that they're playing games. I love baseball. It warms me up inside. And I know that like it sounds corny to even say that, but it does. Just, me too. Just having the games on and seeing the sunshine and baseball being played makes me feel a certain way. It's hard to explain, but I'm, I'm in love with it. However, I do not give one iota about what anybody does in any spring game. That could be Rodon, it could be Alvarez, it could be Spencer Jones. means nothing to me. Now, somebody hits a 470-foot bomb, is it fun to watch? Yeah, but does it mean anything? Am I like, oh, man, Alvarez is going to have a big year now because he homered? Absolutely not. Dude, Alvarez was on a tear in the minor leagues and then came up and struggled a little bit. That's so true. You just don't know with well, these guys. Remember the other day, I want to I ask you this here, even though you're not getting too wrapped up in Alvarez going yard, and I understand why. But I asked Sal the other day, over-unders on Judge Soto and Alonzo home runs. Remember that? Yes. Okay. So let me just give you some basic statistical neighborhoods for Mr. Alvarez. I want to see where you're thinking right now. By the way, before you do that, I do want to say that you and I need to do, like, you know how Mike and Dog used to do the MLB over-unders? Yeah. With the wins? Right, for, yeah. for certain teams, we're going to do that, uh-huh. but not that exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, we can't. Yeah, well, we, gotta be, we, have, we have to have an ounce of originality yeah, with that. Yeah, no, I mean, but on. we're going we're gonna to have our own little competition. A little slant, yeah, little before, BT and before, style. Yeah, before opening day, I'm in. we'll do our you know our version of that, and then we'll you know have it play out throughout the course of the year with certain numbers, maybe like over-unders or props. Well, you know what I'm saying. No, I know, but I can't wait to do that. All right, that'll be fun. All right, over, under. I'm going to give you three categories here with with Alvarez. Over, under, 251 batting average. Right Um, now, he was way below it a year ago, as was Volpe, two young kids. Over, under. I'm probably going to have to say under. I think it would be close, Mm -hmm. but if I had to bet it, I'd have to go under. Okay. Uh, I would probably agree with that. Over, under, 25.5 home runs. I'm going to go over that. I think the power is going to be there for Alvarez. I would go over as well. I mean, he had 25 last year in 123 games. I'd expect him to get a lot more opportunity this year. Yep. Even if he's playing some at DH. Yeah, what do you... I mean, 140 games, 20 more games. He's still, I think he'll hit 30 home runs. Yeah, I probably should have made that more like 27 and a half. That's a bad job out of me. All right, finally, OPS. Over, under, 755. 
See, that kind of ties into the batting average, the on base. Over. Yeah, because he had 723 last year. Yep. Yeah, I think over. Dude, I might go I, slightly under, but I'm, I'm not sure. I can go either way you know, on that one. You know how there's certain things you look at, and, and with Spencer Jones, you could look at the measurements. Uh, you know, we haven't seen enough of him to really look at anything else. But certain guys give you a feel. Like, the feel that I have with Anthony Volpe yeah. is one that he belongs. I know what the average is, but I looked at him, and instantly I saw a ball player in mm-hmm. my mind. It just felt like he was a big league ball, play, uh, ball player. When I look at Brett Beatty, I see somebody who looks overmatched. Yeah. I don't see somebody, while he has done some decent things, I see somebody who doesn't look like a big league ball player to me. He looks overmatched. Now, maybe he could figure it out, whatever. Viento, same thing. Alvarez, I look at a dude mm-hmm. who is just going to take over. Yeah, no, the eyes usually like don't betray gonna, us with that stuff. I feel like he's going to be a beast. Now, he is. sometimes you think certain guys are going to be better than they turn out to be, whatever, but just the feel that I get from Alvarez is that he's unafraid and he is going to be a guy that I think can be a really impactful player. I'm with you, and I think he's going to eventually morph into one of the you know top two leaders on the team. That energy, might be, that might charisma. Be the guy. He, he could be. He could be. Now, the timeline could be weird with Lindor or Alonzo, but Nimmo. still. I mean, what about yeah. Nimmo, you guy, the leader? Yeah. Nimmo's the leader. Yeah, I know, but he's never going to have the cachet as a player yeah. that Lindor, Pete, or... Alvarez has. Yep, I got you. All right, 877 337 Richie Franklin Square, back to you. BT and Sal on the fan. What up, Rich? Hey, what up? All right, hey, you know what, guys? I mean, I listen to you, and I kind of agree that the Mets probably aren't going to go anywhere. But you go through the lineup. Whoever's playing third, Beatty, you got Lindor, McNeil, Alonzo. You got the outfielder, hoping Marte's healthy, mm-hmm. Alvarez, Bader. Yep. So you got literally guys at every spot who can rake. Except third. Well, year, no, well, except third and DH, which well, kind of okay, matters. And center field. I said, lit- and center. I said literally every spot. I didn't say every spot. So just well, literally every literally. spot means every spot. And uh, you, third base, center field, there's still some question DH. marks there. Okay, I mean, it's 33% so, okay, of your lineup. So, Six out of the eight can rake. The other guys can get on base. So, you know, everybody's saying, oh, they're going to stink because their pitching stinks. Yeah, it's not great. But last year, everybody said, oh, we're going to the World Series because we have Verlander and Scherzer. And you know where that got us. They stunk. And every year, every, there's always a team that has a guy, oh, my God, this guy figured it out, and now he's a Cy Young uh, pitcher. This guy's got more saves than God knows what. And, you know, so, like, just to count them out, it's like I'm not buying in. Do I think they're going to set the league on fire? No. Okay. But it's just amazing how the Mets well, are always counted out, but the Yankees are always anointed. Well, the yeah, well yes, yes. And first of all, Rich, starts. let me lord you. Uh, nice job. I right. appreciate the pushback. Good job out of you. I mean, it's February. Jeez. How depressing would it be to sign up for 77 wins mentally now? No, no, I, I, I get that. That's good resilience on your part. You're going to need it because I think they're going to test you a lot this year. I, I think the difference is that, well, first of all, I think you're inaccurate when you say that, you know, when you bring the Yankees into it. Because last year, now, I wasn't. Come on. They, it's, not, it's, it's not even worth having the conversation. But the Yankees are on a, another planet than the Mets right Yeah, now. but he's saying, like, how come the Yankees are generally given the benefit of the doubt? they the Mets always aren't? win. Well, they don't. They, that's that's, that's no, not yes, true. It is. Even in a bad year, they won 82 games. Yeah, but I didn't think the Mets would be good last year, and I was on the record. That's that's something I, I, I stumbled upon. I was right. No, I'm not right with everything. I happened to get that one right. 
But I was in the minority. A lot of people thought the Mets would be terrific last year, so they did, right, but did you predict get the that, benefit did, of the did doubt. Did you predict that Verlander and Scherzer were going to be worthless all year long? No. Diaz being out for the World Base since the World Baseball Classic, like those are things that factored in. You could say that you didn't think the Mets were going to be the hundred and one win team that they were, but the wheels totally fell. I off. said seventies. I uh, said I said high seventies would team after Diaz before the start of the. Um, Hoff would probably Hoff. Well, did, whatever. What the, do you think? Ah. But the point is, before had, Diaz, I'm pretty sure. Right, pretty sure. Before the, the the point is though, you know, Diaz goes down, everything changes, and then Verlander ensures like if those guys stayed healthy, mm-hmm. yeah, then that's maybe, a different maybe season. Maybe, yeah, but whatever. A bit, yeah. The, the point is, the Mets in a bad year, the wheels fall off, and the Mets are rare with the good years to be over 500. Yankees in a bad year, they win 82 games. Like that's a good. That's a for the Mets if they do that. Well, you know what? At least they were over 500. Look at their history. So there are different measuring sticks here. Not to mention that going into this year, the Yankees have Judge and Soto. Yep. The Mets have Alonzo and Lindor coming off of, at least in Pete's case, a down year. McNeil, former batter champ, uh, batting champion, hit what last year? 270, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Finished gotta, strong. Yeah, okay, but. I got you. You know what I mean? Like, you, I hate to say you can't compare the two. Not to mention the Braves and the Phillies in the NL East. Like, yeah, could the Mets surprise people? I was going down that path saying that maybe they can be a playoff team. And then everybody started to pile on, and then the projections like, oh, the Mets should be a playoff team. Hold on a second. No, they're not. Everything would have to go right. Oh, and by the way, how'd that work out? With Kodai Senga already out (sighs) at least a month. Their best pitcher. (sighs) I am interested to see Mendoza this year. You know, it's not like... It's it's hard to... I mean, it's hard to resolutely judge a manager. What's the... And he's going to be collaborating. It's not like he's been around 20 years. So he will be fed stuff, and they will work together... With him and Stearns, obviously, as a staff. But I want to see how he how he handles the tough stretch. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna project in a way that's gonna I don't want to say embolden Met fans a little strong, but give Met fans a little solace that they may have hired the right person. But I think Mendy's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm rooting for him. I think he's enough. gonna be okay. Fair enough. I think it's gonna be largely insignificant. More energy than Buck last year, yeah. that's for sure. I'm excited for to see what he could do. I'm excited for him getting that opportunity. But I mean, let's just forget the infield for a second. Go around the outfield, Yankees, Mets, and tell me how. Oh no, this isn't a Yankee Met thing. This no, is going to no, sound no, like he, an arrogant state. It's not. That. There's no. Con- there's no, no contest. But, but he's the caller said that, and yeah. I understand the frustration. I thought he meant historically. I thought he meant like how come historic, and and even that's an obvious answer too because historically, when the Yankees bottom out, they find a way to salvage things and at least a modicum of respect. When the Mets bottom out, it, it's it's ugly, like the Jets. I get it. I, it just sucks going into the year with lower expectations to begin with that have been even lowered because of the injury to Senga specifically. It stinks because I'm going to have to watch him too. I want to watch good baseball, and I think the Mets, I think they'll play with more spirit this year, and I think they'll be, you know, I just wish they had one more bat. It's also the same guy. I just wish they were one, different. Yeah, I'd yeah, be, yeah, I'd I hear you on that. i excited if it weren't the same core, Well, that's honestly. why I kept saying to Bellinger three months ago, you're like, I'm not interested. Do you wish you had Bellinger on opening day now? Well, I don't. I still don't love him as a player, but for eighty million bucks, I think you can make that argument that it's worth the risk. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Coming up, so a little uh, AFC East crime on crime here. Somebody in the Jets division took a torch to uh, one of their players in the team. We're gonna play it next. We'll react. We'll get to the Saquon Barkley stuff as well. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. 
All right, BT and Sal back on the fan. What's going on, everybody, on this Monday here? Back to your calls in a sec. 877-337-6666 is our number. So this caught the ear of our producer, Huff. All right, we have yet to hear it. We're going to go through this live and get our authentic reaction, like in real time. So I guess it's Vlad TV. I guess that's the outlet. I'm I'm not familiar with it, but uh, Deion Dawkins, offensive lineman for the Bills, is on that. And he was asked about... Michael Clemens and the the dust-up, the scrap that went down with the Jets and the Bills and then kind of morphed into some bigger-picture Jet stuff. Go ahead. Weirdos being weird. (laughs) Weirdos being weird. You know, I don't even want to get a man no credit talking about him, you know. But number 72. Michael Clemens. Michael Clemens. Yeah. Yeah, bitch boy. Um, (laughs) Bitch boy. You know, I'm going to just keep it a buck. I hate them. All of them, bro. They are all some, like... When it comes to sports, right, there's people that play the sport because they love the sport, and then there's people that play the sport just to try to be cool. I feel like they play the sport to try to be cool. Like, those are a bunch of dudes that just want to take pictures on Instagram. <laughs> like, that's whack. Like, I play this because I'll die by it. Okay, okay. Strong words. Uh, my first reaction is, I love it. Oh, I love you, it. Why, you think it's going to motivate the Jets? No, no. That's giving them too much credit. Why I like it is because it's honesty. I mean, you think about the sports world these days. Everybody's buddies. Everybody's hanging out at the same party. Everybody's going on the other guy's podcast and, you know, chilling. I like the fact that there's some battle, you know, battle lines being drawn. I, I, I don't know if I call somebody the B word. That That's a little well, strong. That should catch their attention. I'm not yeah. going to say that. That's the right way to go, but... Let's go. Yeah. I love it. Now you see if the Jets have any sack and, and respond to it. But maybe this is a one-on-one thing. I wouldn't respond. Respond yeah. on the field. I well, wouldn't even respond. I, like, I don't need to start seeing I, back and forth on social media. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. Not respond verbally, but respond as in, you know, this guy's calling us out. Go out there and actually beat him. Be nice. Next year. And, yeah, and play be nice. well. And by the way, I mean, D- Dawkins is speaking as if the, the Bills just wiped the floor with the Jets every year. I got news for you, Dion. Uh, two years ago... The Jets beat you with Zach Wilson. How did that taste? <laughs> and then the next game up in Buffalo, if C.J. Mosley doesn't jump off sides right before the half in a 0-0 game that gave you guys a chance to extend the drive and eventually put some points on the board, you may have gone 0 for 2, Dion. And how did it work out week one this year when Aaron Rodgers got hurt? Guess who beat you again? Zach. So, you know, you, you talk. I, I, it's fun. I, you know, I, I, it's okay. But don't, you know, dude. Don't overestimate who you are. You're the Bills until further notice. Ooh, like, like still you're still the Bills. Yeah, you're, I'm saying you're responding back. Well, I respond to the Jets, to the Jets a little. I mean, you, you're still I the like Bills. It. Did I miss something here? Did they? I mean, the Bills. What do the Bills do? Do you think either one of us would ever get into a tiff so bad that we call each other B boys? No way, man. I don't. I get can't into even that say stuff. the word I wanted. To I wouldn't say, even but say I that. Like yeah. I, like you see a lot of social media bees with people. Rick Anderson. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. take this, <laughs> B boy. You know what? I think there was a point where I, I would never use that word toward toward right. anybody. I just I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't I wouldn't go there. Certainly, visibly. Stephen A. Smith did it to. Uh, I saw that Whitlock, Jason Whitlock. Yeah, I did say. Well, you know, bitch. I listen. I it depends, but I I can say with a clear head there yeah, the way he said it to the tone. I can say with a clear head now. You I think know that you fat bitch. <laughs> you really like that, huh? Well, was, I mean, come on. Uh, it was good. It was he good. said it. Man. I know. I know. There was a time where I I may have engaged in that. You know, I don't like so. I don't know, Twitter beefs amongst people in the media to me. There Again, there is a point where I, I would have dove face first in. I really would have. Not now. Is there one person right now that's in the media that 
you would maybe want to have a, you're not going to do it because you're above it now, but maybe Honestly, you would. no, no. I mean, I, and I'm not just saying that. To, I'm, not, no, I'm, I'm not saying I love everybody. Yeah. I'm, I think there's a bunch of phonies out there. I think there's a people who a lot of people take themselves too seriously. Right. I think there's a lot of people who think they're a whole hell of a lot better than they actually are. Right. And I right. think there's a lot of people who have jobs that they shouldn't have. Right. So I have no problem saying that. <laughs> but I, I don't care. You. I don't. I don't get specific. <laughs> to me, that that's taking the low yeah. hanging fruit. And right. I, I, listen, I'm 50. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking sports. You and I do our thing. You know, it, it's just it's not it's not what I'm looking for at this point. You know, I, I never ran. You. I, I never mean, ran from anything, I, and I, I still probably won't. But I don't, I don't look for it. Yeah. It's just not my thing. And I lean more that way now, but I'd be lying to you if I said there wasn't a part of me. Well, who that... don't you lie? Is there somebody that you might get eh. pulled into something with? Eh. There is? I'll pick my spot. So there's somebody you already have on your mind. Well, yeah. Should I, do I know him? You, you, um, I think you've heard of him before. <laughs> <laughs> I got a problem. It might not just be one. There's many. Okay, uh, hold on. I hold me... it in. I hold it in, and me... then okay, waiting I, for I, the right moment. I to... can think of one. Yeah. I can think of one because you and I actually discussed this. We're like, should we hammer back as a show? Am I in the right uh, neighborhood with that? You didn't tell him that, did you? You bitch. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, I mean, okay. geez, you, you enjoyed it more a month after he said it than the no, day after no, he, he said it. He didn't even mention it the day after Stephen A. said it. I love that, Stephen A. No, oh, Stephen A's the best. Now, all of a sudden, you notice Stephen A's rocking like two, three chains all of a sudden? No, I've not. He's got this it. new look. I got to text him about that. What are you doing, bro? All right, 877-337-6666. BT and Sal on the fan. That's good, though. I mean, back to the Dawkins stuff, just to wrap it up. There's just too many, there's too many pleasantries amongst quote-unquote enemies in the sporting world, like on the field, the fraternization has has really zapped it of a level of competitiveness that most of us old-school fans appreciate, like the bird magic, the lake. Like, think about think about when Kurt Rambis was basically thrown into the front row on a layup in the NBA Finals by Kevin McHale, clotheslined. Think about the bad boys with Isaiah Thomas. Think about our Knicks. Like, that oh, was God. fun. Come on, I grew up with that. Yeah, ah, it was fun. But there was real disdain there. Yes. Real rivalries. This, it seems like, something personal between two individuals as Maybe. opposed to the team. And you might be right about that. Let's get back to you. Uh, how about Anthony and Bridgewater, BT and Sal? What up, Anthony? How are you? What's up, guys? Thanks hey. for taking my call. What's All up, right. man? Hey, uh, what's up, Sal? Hey, Brandon, listen, I'm, I'm the guy who called last week, and I got a little bashing for it on Twitter, too, for saying that this is the worst Mets rotation ever. Oh, and yeah. I'm still sticking with it, and you know, I Keith I, Sal, you weren't on that day. It was Keith thing. He even gave me Quintana's on a Quintana's 35 years old. He had about 12 or 13 starts last year. I can't even go with Quintana. This is the worst rotation ever. I'm sitting here again the next week. Jordan Montgomery's still out there. I'm not even going to mention Snell. I know you guys are going to go all over me on that. Bellinger just signed a minuscule deal because why? Because we're two or three weeks now into spring training. Montgomery's not going to get anything near he was going to get now. How can the Mets, which, you know, I know you're not going to call him King Cohen now, not go after a guy who, wait, listen to me now, who if you're, if you're staying pat this year and just going to maybe try to get that last wild card, he can help you this year, next year, and the year after. This is a 31-year-old, 32-year-old guy who, who just eats up innings. This is the type of guy that you want as a two- or three-star. That's what he is. He's a two- or three-star. Yep. And for on this year on this year's team, he's won by far. Right. I Montgomery was tell the one how, guy. Tell me why he's not a good fit. And, and this is not reactionary, Anthony. At least from my perspective, for Kodai Sengen, I don't think yours either. 
The one guy that if I were the Mets, I would have signed this year, which would have helped this year and obviously long-term, would be Montgomery. That was the guy. Mm-hmm. He's been in New York before. He's found himself in St. Louis, in Texas. He would have been the guy that I would have invested in, knowing that it's worth it to have him be a number two next year. Well, he could be the number one this year. Mm-hmm. Number two, even with Sanger there, I still think he's better. Number two next year. Uh, and you have him in he's a solid piece in a rotation. Yeah, he is. So that would be the one guy that I would have gotten before Senga. I'm not going to panic, though, now and react to it. And they're not going to do it, unfortunately. Let me get Leo in Brooklyn. What's happening, Leo? How you doing today? What's going on, guys? How yep. are you? I'm big What's fan up, Leo? of both. Thanks, man. What's, What's up, going guys? on? Um, I'm sorry for your loss, Al. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, and um, I like to say, listen... I don't understand. This guy has so much money. What does it hurt to get Snell? It doesn't hurt. Like, you need a guy. Like, Montgomery's on a two. I don't care what year it is. Monty's on a two. So, if you're Steve Cohen, right, you don't have to give away any assets to make your team better. And this, you know, in this crap sort of a playoff format, you got to get in. If you have a one-two punch with a lineup that's due to bounce back, why not get Snell? It makes no sense. Well, I don't, Leo. My, I know. I know. And Sal, maybe you have the direct answer. I know with like with Snell, there's the it would be two draft picks in terms of comp, and I, I don't know how that would apply to Montgomery. But I'm sure David Stern's I don't not looking to give away premium draft equity. No, at this point. By the way, no team would want to do that, and that's part of the problem with baseball system being flawed. But I can't blame the Mets or even the Yankees for that case if you don't want to give up you know, top picks, especially the Mets where they're at right now. Yankees at least trying to win a World Series. Yep. Mets are not. I will say, did you see the report yesterday from Jack Curry about Yankees unlikely to sign Snell? I did not see that one. I mean, Jack Curry, yeah, I mean, he knows. Hal's probably just telling him. Right. Well, saying, He's on yes every night. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure his sources are legit. Uh-huh. I mean, you could do the mad. I like Jack, too. He's, he's got a good delivery. He's, I love Jack. He's got a lot of integrity. Great. He's very good at he's his a, job. Yeah, exactly. Great man. Great guy. Excellent at his job. Mm-hmm. And he's a trusted yep. reporter. No so question. when he says the Yankees are very unlikely. Now, I felt that that was the case all along. You hear that now. All right, so if it's not Snell, where where are they getting the pitching exactly? Well, they're going to have to make a trade in the middle of the season. But I think that this largely hinges on how Carlos Rodon pitches. And I know it's it's one outing. I'm not going to go nuts about it. I look at two things. What's his body look like and what's the radar gun saying? Both are favorable early Right, but how about Rodon. Better how about, shape, better velo. That's fine. How about, I'm not buying it. How about the BS, though, that Hal was spewing and Cashman? Oh, all in. We're always looking to upgrade. Let me ask you this, Don. No, I know. When you say you're not buying it, why are you not buying the radar gun? Because no, no, that's last fine. Year, I mean, but, I but that, I'm, I'm buying that he's not. I'm not buying he's going to be better. Okay, but if he was at 92, 93 last year, and he's 97 now, he's going to be better. I don't think it's the stuff that was the problem, and I don't believe it was the health that was the problem. You think and it's his the, head? That's where I we do. disagree. I actually think. I if, think it's if, New York. I think if he could turn the corner, stuff wise, I think he's now he's got to prove it. And he has not earned the benefit of the doubt. But he is a one of the things I love. Me and Tiki had him on at his press conference when they introduced mm-hmm. him a year ago. I, and I said this before they got him. Like, he is a tenacious bulldog. And why I, wasn't he in shape last year? Because he, I'll tell you why. Because he hurt his back and he couldn't do okay. anything. And you know better than anybody about the back oh, stuff. Forget it. The back is absolutely okay. everything, okay. man. You can't do anything so with a bad back. So why wouldn't that then pop up again? I mean, it could. But right now, it's been stabilized. He also had the forearm strain a year ago, which was the direct correlation to lack of velocity. And then when he really hurt his back, which was very early as well, he couldn't do anything. He couldn't do sit-ups. He couldn't run. He couldn't do cardio. What's the excuse for blowing kisses to the fans? Uh, He was a jerk. There's no excuse. And what's the excuse for saying, ah, they don't need me in the regular season. I'm all about the postseason anyway. I mean, there are things that happen with Rodon. I'm not saying nobody can overcome that. He certainly could. 
I just don't buy that he will. And it's great that he's in shape. It's great that the velo was up. Yep. I'm just, I'm still not buying it. We won't do it now. We're going to have to craft because I feel very strongly one way and you feel very strongly the other. I think our next bet's going to revolve around Rodon. Yeah, well, all right. Well, maybe that'll be one of the... The idea that I have, we'll come up with like a, a list of, let's say, 10 things. Uh-huh. And then, you know, because somebody has to go first and pick. It can't just be random. Like, we have to like have statistical a, benchmarks for players whatever, on the Yankees and yeah, Mets? that's okay. part of it. You could do over-unders. I mean, we'll keep it to Mets-Yankees. Gotcha. Specifically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I could, t- I could draft first, and I say Soto over 25 home runs, whatever it may be. So we'll just but go the, back and forth? Yeah, it's a draft. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Okay. And so whoever gets be, the most out of 10 wins? Like well, that kind of thing, yeah, or no? We could do maybe eleven, right? So it's six to five, that's or whatever. True, that's so not a tie. Yep. Now that goes. There you go. Uh, by the way, <laughs> speaking, tie. but that, but that uh, will be the plan that we'll do. By the way, speaking of Velo, I, the hardest pitch I've seen thrown this year. Yeah, yeah. You know what the, it is? The, the notepad that yeah. I fired. <laughs> it's funny. Somebody saw it because in the video, it's got over a hundred thousand views. It was. It's, it's actually pretty funny for something that's fairly. Right. You know, uh, it, it was such a simple beginning, and it really grew to something that a lot of you guys, not everybody likes it. That's right. fine, but a lot of you love it. The baseball card World Series, and they had the initial where I you know, flip out, I throw right. the thing like an idiot, and I apologize. Press release, we, right. we owned it as a team. Not our best look here. We take more pride right. in ourselves than that. But somebody wrote, uh, "You better be careful. At your age, you could have Tommy John surgery." I already did. <laughs> I had every surgery. You That's the problem. Fired that thing. I oh, did. It was great. I absolutely did. All right. 877-337-6666. If you want to jump in on uh Deion Dawkins' uh, you know, jet hate, we could do that. Obviously, a lot of Spencer Jones. The Mets not really doing a whole lot, although nice to see Alvarez go yard yesterday. So if you want to latch onto something optimistic, you can latch onto that. Dude, also what? I'm sorry, I gotta stop saying dude. It's all good. Also, uh Yeah, my Hop- son's st- my son and his buddy started to say bro a lot. What's up, bro? And he, no, no, he said bro to me. Ooh. Like not in not like when he was angry, but like kidding. Or not when I was angry. Stay not on my when, back, bro. I, I don't like that though. <laughs> I said and I told him, I said very gently. I said, but very nicely, but very directly, I said, bro, your bros are in the schoolyard or on the field. I'm down. Not in this house. Yeah, uh, not, not Sauce Gardner apparently responded. Already. He couldn't wait to jump back Hoff in. told me, you want to wait and get that? Uh, I will wait for okay, his response. We got the crown coming up. Of course, Sauce had to jump right on social media. All right. We'll get to that as well. The crown next top story of the day. BT and Sal on the fan. 